and welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's very own podcast. A community connected through exercise, but so much more. The Sparkle Pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything, from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmaroles. We hope you enjoy. Hello. <coughs> oh, I feel like it's been quite a while since we've recorded a potty, but we actually have only missed one week. It was quite nice to have a little break because we now feel pumped about being back. It's Monday and I've just dropped my kids off to school. Jess has dropped Nina at preschool and Bo is napping. I'm in my wardrobe and Jessie is in hers. It's been a funny start to the year with COVID lurking around. Oh my gosh, we're nearly in April. Jess? And we are two families that still haven't got it. So many of our friends have been through it and in some ways we just want to get it and be over and done with. But for those of you who are going through illness or COVID stuff, we hope you're okay and you're getting through it. Enjoy our chat today. We hope we are good company. Good morning, Sissy. Good morning. That was good work. Thank you. I sort of feel a little bit, you know, you don't want to say you want COVID because so many people have had it so bad and... Mm. But you just feel like you're kind of waiting. It's like you're just waiting every day. You're waiting. Like we tested Louis today. Like we've tested, we because te- they're snotty. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, so it's a constant kind of guessing game and stuff. But I suppose, but my question is, do you, like you could, can you, you can get it again, right? So if, you know, we talk about getting it over and done and I mean, yeah, we're not willing it on ourselves, but um you can probably just like get it again, right? And so you're forever yeah. testing and stuff. Yeah, but you don't, you're supposed to like not get it for a three months or something, like you wouldn't yes. get it again. So it's kind of like you just want to get that that once over the, you know, we want to get it now before like winter hits in or something. But mm. uh, my thing is like my kids aren't really sick or anything, but they're just like a little bit blow their nose. So I just presume yeah, it would no. be it because that's yeah. what a lot of people are just getting. Yeah, well, I think you just got a test anyway, just because you don't want to send them to school with it. Eh? Yeah, it's real funny because we got these. We got fifteen tests because our family we've got a family of six, and we went to the free place mm. where you go get you order them and you go get them up, pick them up, and we got fifteen, which is not many. In hindsight, is not many when you've got six in your family, no. and we've probably used like ten, and no one's got a COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I got two boxes, so you only got three. Yeah. yeah, that's how yeah. many, they said how many in your family? Yeah, yeah, doozy. Um, anyway, it has hit some of our friends quite hard, eh, and it's not fun. Um, it's hit two of my, like, two people I know quite hard. Let me think of who they are. I've got one in my head and then the other one I'm getting a bit confused. I'm forgotten. Mm. We obviously don't want to call that names. But most of, like, some of the kids have been a little bit sick for only maybe, like, a day, though, mm. like, two days, and then they seem to bounce back. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a friend of mine's child was really sick um, in hospital, but fine now. But, yeah, it just – I think that's the thing, I eh? Like, you just don't know how bad everyone, everyone's going to get. Like, which one mm. in the family is going to get a, get a bad day, dose of it? Yeah, no. Um, anyway – it's yeah it's just the way I, the way of the world the state of the world at the moment hmm. um, anyway yeah what are we talking about today well, I feel like we could have like a couple of topics I sort of wanted to keep it open I know you suggested a few things which were great I've forgotten what they were so <laughs> <laughs> one of which was the the commitment you made last night and you public publicized Oh yeah um, and I can't quite remember the other thing but I think that was mostly what I was suggesting yeah, I can't remember what you suggested either. So um, 
that was yeah. that is Did topical. You want to quiz me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Because um quiz I me. Saw, I saw some feedback. I saw some uh comments and stuff and that was really interesting to read through. I haven't looked this morning. But last night Lisa Fong, Lisa Jane Fong, yep, who loves <laughs> a wine, still loves a wine, has committed to no alcohol until May. And let's just caveat the fact that, yes, this may not be a big deal for many of you, and you may think, what the fuck, what, shut up, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's a big deal for her. It's a big yeah. um, shift in, like, lifestyle. Like, it's been years and years of binge drink now <laughs> it's been years and years of like getting to Friday and like having a really Friday fun night with the kids meant like a bit of a special drink for the kids like a little bit of cordial mixed with water and then wine for you and Dan or gin or whatever it might be and so it is a big shift in dynamic in your lifestyle and routine mm. so uh, let's start by um asking why did you why what's the main overriding reason that you're committing to dry six weeks or so it's real funny because I someone comment those comments were really interesting and someone had said um look up the blah 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 I can't remember what it's called naked yeah I saw that yeah in the video and so I I got the app thing and I listened to the first video last night and it was to write two lists so the one Mm -hmm. the first list was why you drink and then the second list was like, why do you want to stop? So mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. So I was thinking about that. I haven't written the the list yet, but I'm going to do that today. So why do I drink? Because it's fun and you kind of loosen up and you, you almost, my chat with my husband is a bit more so, like you feel a bit more like happy. Mm. Um, why do we drink? Because it tastes, I like the taste and I love associating going out to the city, dressing nicely with a wine and having mm-hmm. a platter like we did on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I've decided I want to do this challenge is because I feel like I've been suffering from like, I'm not going to say I've got anxiety and depression because I'm, I don't, I'm not medicated on that or anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, um, if somebody does have anxiety, depression, I don't want to uh, da- like downplay it where, you know, it could be a serious illness for a lot of people, but I do feel like I come Monday, I feel quite rubbish mm-hmm. and I have noticed over the last year that whenever I drink anything, I don't sleep as well. So I, even if I have one or two glasses, I still wake up a little bit groggy Mm -hmm. and that never affected me before this. Okay. So this is just the last year. So I just want people to know that if it doesn't affect you and if you feel a hundred percent fine, then don't even like, I'm not saying everybody should do this. This is just how I'm feeling. And I'm really in tune with how I feel. And lately, and as I've got older, I really want to feel my best. I want to wake up in the morning and like feel my best. And I just haven't been when I've been having a few drinks the night before. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like I'm kind of almost looking forward to it so much that it's kind of a bad thing. Like on a Monday, I feel a bit depressed and I feel a bit depressed, I think, because of the alcohol that's in my system from the weekend. Mm. From when I do drink, I tend to just totally like eat whatever's in sight and that doesn't make me feel good. And number three is I on Monday feel depressed because I'm like, oh no, I'm not allowed to drink tonight. I can't drink tonight, it's Monday. And I just don't want to feel like that. Like I I don't want to have those feelings. 
Yeah, it is interesting. I feel like this will be possibly, you know how we talk about exercise and regular exercise being kind of critical in your everyday life. And if you don't know how good exercise feels, um, to if you don't know the feeling of regularly exercising, you don't really know what you're missing out on. I feel like it might be one of these situations where, and I saw some mm. comments alluding to this, where mm. you won't, like if you can be, if you can do it and kind of mm. hold out for us, you know, the, a good period, like you almost won't go back because of yeah. how much different and how pretty much how much better you will feel. I wonder if yeah. it'll be like that. So I'm really nervous about a few things. Like I, oh, first of all, on that jest, I think that you're so right. Like I wonder how that feels. And what if I feel so good that I don't want to drink anymore? And then what if my friends don't want to hang out with me? What if I don't go to 660 concerts and have great time? Like I'm nervous about that and I'm so, worried. So you will, but as you said in your post, you're quite fun without alcohol. Like you don't need it, you know, you don't. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, What I was going to say though, uh, oh, I, the other thing is I've thought about this, wanting to do this for a while, but I've never got to the point where I could do it. Like I didn't think it, like I never got my brain set in stone that I'm going to do it. So I've never, I've never said I'd do it. No. But this time I've got my brain, like it's like when you start to, you know, when pe- we know people are ready to really I- implement regular exercise. Yeah. I would say, um, would we say to the listeners that like what has helped you feel a little, a little more committed perhaps is the fact that your husband is feeling a little bit similar? Yes. So I was wanting to say that and I forgot to say that in my post, like, I've expressed that I wanted to do a challenge with him before, like, let's just not drink for a month. But he'd be like, yeah, right. You know, but yeah. then, um, and then I didn't want to like be a boring, I didn't want to be boring for him or I, I felt like, oh, well, if he's drinking, I'm, I'm not going to be able to say no. Mm. Um, but on Saturday, we were, me and Jess were going out for a drink just in the afternoon. It was so fun. I mean, that's the thing. It was so fun, but I can go and do that with, a different alcohol-free alternative. Mm. Anyway, Dan said he didn't want to drink, have a gin that night, and he said, "Oh, I just feel rubbish, and I want to go for a surf in the morning." And like he's never ever, that's never been a priority for him. Like he'd drink and go for a surf. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he got to that point where he wants to feel his best, it was really cool that he he like he hasn't had a drink. He didn't drink Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, which. It's yeah. really unlike him. Yeah, but I can like, and I know we are our own people and we can do things on our own and such and such. But I find that that would be a real, that that's one of the trickiest things is if you're married, if you're married and your husband and you, uh, one's drinking, one's not. I know it's like not a, it's probably not a big deal in some relationships, but it would be, it, it would kind of dampen some situations if one was and one wasn't. In my house, it would too. Do you know what? I think I'm like, so I'm so set on this that I'm not going to have a drink and he can have a drink. I don't care. He yeah. can. But yeah. I just I just want to tell you what I know will piss me off. And I've, I've, all these thoughts are going, I, like I haven't really stopped thinking about it, but like I, I know that I've got a scenario in my head, you know, he's having a beer or whatever and I want to get the kids to bed. And because I'm not drinking, I'll, I'll want to do it promptly because when you have a drink, you kind of relax out and they go late. Like, and I'll be like nagging going, come on, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think of how I'm, I'm efficient. I'm quite efficient without alcohol. And I, I want to like, 
it's just hard, isn't it? Because well, yeah. I mean, I, I it's not even alcohol for me like this. Same with coffee. Like it's like I get gutted if I say, "Do do you want a coffee?" And he says, "Oh no, I'm okay." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like, hey, I get like that. Yeah, know? but I'm gonna always have like it's. I'm gonna always have an alternative. An alternative. Yeah. That's what the video said last night. Like, and always have like say Friday night comes around. And or Saturday night, and normally I'd be sitting down having a wine. Like maybe go out for a walk with the kids at seven o'clock instead of, um, you know, or still put the music on and have my alternative drink. But always have like a backup. So, you you know, I might even organize like be a bit more organized. And I I don't know. I just I'm just sick of getting to like Sunday night and chasing my tail a little bit and feeling a bit shit. And I just can't wait to feel. Mm. like clearer mm-hmm. in all aspects of my life mm-hmm. I get it um I think like you know I've said uh, you sometimes you people feel fine having like one or two and they're, they're good at stopping at one or two and like you are a but it's what you've found in the last like year is that like even two is not making you feel that good, eh? And I think it's the things that come alongside it. So it's not it's not even necessarily just the quantity of alcohol. It's the result and in, in the kind of carry on effect from that, which is less organization, more food and food that doesn't actually make you feel very good, less water, dehydration, um, less yeah, less kind of boundaries, not boundaries, but you know the kids. Do you know what I mean? And where I'm going? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. It was real funny because I actually reached out to Matt Chisholm last night. Oh, yeah. Because I just remember our podcast with him and yes. how he doesn't drink. Yes. And I remember thinking back then, how do you even do that? Like, how boring. But I, so I wanted to tell him and he was so cute. He he was like, you can totally do this. And I'm so proud of you. Like, he, he said that to me and I was so stoked. And Oh, I was telling him how I get to kind of Monday and I feel like over, I know it's, it is like cycle related, but I do, I I do get quite anxious about things and I get, I worry and I have been feeling quite negative and in a bit of a slump and I want to challenge myself and I want to put myself into this position where I can take alcohol out for six weeks and see how I feel with my moods and my energy and my anxiety and overwhelm. Fair enough. Um, I think I read lots of those comments saying like you won't look back type thing and I feel like it will be a bit of that kind of a case like that but I do think you will um, you know have the odd drink every now and then for a really special occasion like I feel like you might find a good balance through it. That's kind of what I think too. Um, It's funny though because I've had people message me say like they hardly drink anymore but it's but and when they do it's like you know, a special occasion. And one one girl actually said to me, I don't really drink. And then I went out for or had a wedding and I drank a bit more than I would usually drink. And then I started vomiting and like, mm. so, I mean, it is hard, but I do think that I just don't want to have to, yeah, I think this will make me um, create new kind of habits and, and it might be for the better. Mm. At the end of the day, it is a drug, isn't it? And I mean, I've had friends who have been a bit into drugs and, quit that for the same kind of reason right they wake up or they lose some control and they hate the feeling 
the next day like just with any drug it's amazing at the time and then it can have such um, effects and I I know you haven't behaved like me maybe because you're newly had babies but some of the places I've been and the festivals I've been and like I've got quite drunk and I've woken up the next day and I have kind of got blackouts a little bit and like I haven't even drunk and it's like I've drunk way more than I would normally drink but I haven't like I stop I always stop myself and but I still feel the next day horrendous and I don't remember some stuff and I think that's not a good thing like I'm a I I have a husband I've got four kids at home I don't want to be seen out and like getting wasted and behaving like a bit of a dick like yes I know that I probably wasn't I, I probably haven't been that bad but I don't even want to have to think about that mm. anxiety yeah and there's been so many times just as you said Jess about like alcohol is a drug like Dan and I've woken up and we've gone like oh alcohol is poison it yeah. can poison our relationship too like if we if we're both drinking and maybe one of us has said something a little bit annoying and then you get into like a fight and it's, it's always alcohol fueled like we don't really have that many arguments unless there's alcohol involved and like it's probably going to be quite good for our marriage in a way yeah, I mean, you get a bit more sparky, eh? Like you look like 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 in the past in your twenties, and you lose your inhibitions and do really silly things. It just make it just like any little thing might just stir the pot a little bit more than it would otherwise, and then you just kind of have no less reservations about like mm. I don't know getting feisty. Um, I think I've got something else to say. Okay, go. I was just like talking to this guy on Saturday night. Um, mm-hmm. And he doesn't really drink very often. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I'm just like a bit nervous about, you know, when Dan and I pour a drink, we sit down and we kind of, it opens up chat. And I'm just like, is it, you know, are we going to be able to chat? Like, are we obviously, I, I hope everybody knows what I mean about this. It's like, we chat all the time. Obviously we're married and we're parents of four children. But when you sit down with a drink, it kind of, I don't know what, does anyone, can anyone put their hand up and tell me what you <laughs> What you think I'm meaning? Uh-huh. I think um, that's normal. I think, though, that that's possibly a bit in your head. Like, yes, you can, you and he can, said that. You can do that with a glass of kombucha, you yeah. know? like Yeah, totally. Uh, it's the mm. same situation. Just put yourself in that same situation, but just don't use alcohol. But he said it, it is quite confronting and you will get, but, you, but you'll move past it. And it's so great to learn that you can, like, that it's fine. So mm. you kind of you just it's an automatic thing you just pour a drink and but you can still do that without alcohol so mm-hmm. I don't know um, I was thinking that you have been through kind of you know it's like a, a 10 years of really kind of raising I mean you're still raising your children what do I mean I mean like the first 10 years of four children basically under five pretty heavy like you know relying on you stuff like they're getting more and more self-sufficient and as this is happening you and Dan have had like a little bit more um for freedom or not freedom but yeah kind of like they're you know often they're feeding themselves breakfast and stuff like that so with this kind of uh less you know in the throes of nappies type situation you've been able to get a bit more social and what's come with that is more opportunity to drink and stuff like that too. 
and I think that's possibly though where you've like enough is enough you know it's, like, yeah do you know what I mean yeah I do and I'm, but I'm just thinking about this when I was in your situation like with t- younger kids I used to drink a bottle of wine Jess on the weekend and it wouldn't affect me mm. and so, and so I, I was at number. home so <laughs> I was at home and I would do that Mm. And we had, there were many nights where I would have been quite drunk, but I never felt as bad as I feel now after a couple. It's just yeah. really, it's definitely like, oh, and then, and then obviously I know what you're saying about the freedom and it's been more social drinking, but I probably haven't really drunk as much as I drank back in the day when I had young, young kids, mm. even though, but I was at home and it was, I, and I think I was so equipped and used to it that it didn't really, and I was younger like yeah. I'm 40 this year and I do know over the last you know two years it's been a journey of like gee I am like feeling a bit different to how I used to feel with exercise and my cycle and PMS and alcohol so yeah. I like I'm so pumped to like even to, I'm just so excited about this weekend coming I mean I wonder how I'm going to feel on Friday but mm. I'm so excited to feel as good as I feel right now on Saturday and on Sunday and on Monday because I didn't have any drinks last night. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've I've made that decision and I just feel really excited about it. A little bit nervous, worried that I, the public, you know, being Move It Mama and that I know that a lot of people love that I do drink and I eat pizza and nachos and we have a great time and I'm hoping that people still um, think I am real and you know, not someone that's depriving myself of things. I just want to do this and see how I go. Yeah, I think anyone that knows you, and actually, although it's a big, big group, I think many people probably know you kind of well as far as like what they, what you share with them. And I think they'll know that, you know, it's not out of a a desire to like, you know, oh, I don't know. It's it's Um, based on how you feel and it's nothing to do with trying to be, 100 percent you know no. pure or anything yeah like. I actually got a few comments so um saying like on my Instagram saying oh no like boring and and like I just that made me go oh no people are gonna think I'm boring but that's I'm not I'm so I said to Dan last night I said I would go to town and I would dance on a table sober like I am not I will dance and I will and I, I can't wait to show my friends that I can still have a great time. So, yeah, those comments probably should be forgotten. There was one comment in particular on your Facebook post that alluded to like, or that said, said something like. Um, they wouldn't be your friends. You're, yeah, exactly. You're, you, are, you are nothing to do with your relationship. You, nothing about you is to do with you and your relationship to alcohol or something, you know your relationship to alcohol means nothing to those that love you and stuff like that no and do you know it's society societal expectations and norms that need to be like Mm. squashed Mm. did you read jane i I don't mind maybe jane yes jane won't care like how incredible and it made me think i've never um i've never committed to doing like a triathlon or a half marathon or anything and I actually look at she so Jane was saying how she's done her first half marathon and she stopped drinking about a year ago I think and she um would wake up every day on the weekend and go I can go for a run today because I feel great and and how good you can she could commit to doing this half marathon because she'd committed to always wanting to feel her best and I was thinking how amazing that is and that's such a 
cool point for her to have got to to be able to complete this half marathon and feel her best and train whenever she needed to because she mm-hmm. wasn't hungover or feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? But um, a big resounding sort of thing here is that it didn't really ma- it didn't really make you feel like shit a few years ago, eh? And it's now no. it's really making you feel rubbish. No, and I'm I and another resounding fact is I'm really gutted that I, that I feel like this because mm. I love to have a wine, mm. but I am so I feel nervous and a bit sad, but I also feel really excited because I want to feel my best, and that's mm. a huge thing in my life, and I want to be feel my best for my kids and. I also, on the other hand, I feel sad for my kids that they might not see fun mum because I'm not going to be, do you know what I mean though? Yeah, but you'll be, you'll be just as fun and actually like what a great message to your kids really that you don't need alcohol to be fun. Well, I was also thinking though, when I was in bed last night, there's so many thoughts going through my head at the moment. Like when the kids are older and we have parties for them at the house, because we want to be kind of a house where they can bring their mates around. Mm-hmm. And like, I've always thought how fun I'd be in and then be on the booze and we'd be dancing around with these 17 year olds or whatever. But I mean, who's, and then I was thinking, oh, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be like not drinking, but then I don't want the kids to think I'm, I don't understand them because I will understand them. And I know that teenagers are going to drink and it's just so weird there's just, but I it's not to say that I'm not going to ever drink again is it no it's just an experiment yeah interesting we'll have to do a little update with each podcast episode um but I do think that you'll come out of it with like a bit more maybe just feeling a little bit more like you've improved your relationship with it um, yes and that you perhaps just find a bit more of a balance I think the word balance is like it's very hard to find balance with anything but you know what I mean a better relationship with it yeah I um what was I gonna say something else um I've forgotten but that's okay we can oh that's what I was gonna do I'm gonna do a diary like actually I'm gonna write they actually said it. it's real funny because I in my head I thought that would be quite cool to do a diary of how I'm feeling and um in the video I watched that I downloaded the app, um, it said to do journaling, you know, what's, every day. What's this that you, uh, what did you download? You know how someone commented the naked. Oh, I thought it was a book. Something. Was yeah. And then it also said there's another comment saying you can actually get an app, the app, and it's a 30 day detox like support app. Oh, yeah. like the thing and it's got a video each day just a short video that last night's one was 13 minutes which is not that short but it was cool it was a man and a woman that obviously run this app and book write the book I don't know much about it because it was real late last night that I sorted it out but the video was about um you, you know well done you're here you want to make a change and see how you feel why do you drink do write the two lists and also to journal this could be quite effective in your job within your business, which is motivating people to exercise. I wonder if it will help with anything in regards to what might make people tick to get them regularly exercising. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I just feel like this is the same thing. I feel like you don't know what life feels like. You don't know how good you can feel mm. without alcohol. Mm. And people mm. don't know how good they can feel with regular exercise. So you're taking one mm. thing out of your life. We're wanting people to put this thing in their life. And I mm-hmm. just wonder if there's any kind of crossover. That's quite cool. We could do that, like a 30-day, um, and we'd have a little video for each person, for each day. Mm. 
to give them some tips. Are we, mm. Is this a business meeting now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, we can't find can we the time about... to do a podcast. I don't think we can do a daily video either. We need about 10 more staff. Yeah. yeah. Talk about can we what? talk about that you sound like you're talking really fast and you know on WhatsApp chat and you can make the conversation, you can make the chat go faster and you talk like a trip. Do you know how to do that? No. On WhatsApp? No. Oh, my gosh. You can do a so, chipmunk. There's a chipmunk feature on WhatsApp. You fast forward the voice. No, you just fast forward the voice and it oh. makes you sound like you're a chipmunk. Oh, no, I don't know how to do that. Am I talking really fast? I don't. Just some times you've said a sentence and it's been quite fast but oh. that's maybe you talk slower normally I don't know but I talk okay. fast okay okay can we talk about Sha? yeah so oh, yeah I had this moment yesterday when she had some girls take her out for a lunch because they said no to a baby shower that we mm. should have been there mm. and I, I know. know that we got invited there and then I just forgot mm. about it basically and no but how could we go there really like Jess it's so hard to go there right now and we're going to go there soon and well, it's just exactly. hard and it's hard to go there right now in the thick of COVID and I don't want to get on I mean get, even get risking you know traveling to then give COVID to a 37 week old pregnant pregnant person 37 week pregnant person you know um I know so and we our aim is to get there as soon as the baby is born so you've got priorities and then you can't do everything can you but um no. wasn't that video cool that she posted on her story yeah so so I'm sure you probably know but Shah's Jess's twin so she's my sister too but she is married to Emma and they have had a bit of a journey to get a, to get pregnant and I just feel like seen her video today so she posted a video on her Instagram of doing a workout and she just it just made me so emo because I haven't seen her with a massive belly in real life have mm. we Jesse? Mm-hmm. and we've seen each other's bellies and obviously she's been there for all of our pregnancies and um and it's shit that I mean we're lucky that we've got her in our life and she's not that far away but I just got so emotional because number one she is looking phenomenal number two she's just such a boss number three she's a babe number four she's got a baby that's about to be born number five it's a hard time to have a baby there's a lot of anxiety around her birth because if she gets COVID and she goes into labor right now she has to go to the COVID part of the hospital and she can't have her partner with her her wife so there's a lot of things she's got to put into her mindset to try and went over and get into a good position and I was mm. just it's, there's a lot of overwhelming anxiety around today but she's just bossing it yeah I know probably lots of people that well a few people listening to this are probably possibly in the same situation you know about to give birth in a rampant rampant COVID world did you see St George's Hospital the maternity ward is potentially closing what yeah, so there's a petition going around. This is a good platform to share that. There's a petition going around. I signed it last night to stop the closure of it. I haven't actually, I couldn't, I could barely find a news article about it, whether it's permanently closing. It's a new building. I had Bo there. It's new. I don't know whether it's permanently closing or if it's just that they're so short staffed with the mandate that's come in and there's not enough midwives. I'm not really sure. But um, that's crazy. Um, crazy. I would never. And I just can appreciate any person about to give birth in Christchurch is possibly having a bit of a shit time too. So, um, because they would have 
opted to that has had to give birth at Christchurch Women's. It's the yeah, only place. I actually think that St George's aren't taking pregnant women. I, I, I don't think they're taking them at the moment because they're short-staffed. I'm not. I, don't quote me on that. But um, it is a difficult, yeah, difficult one. But mm. as my best friend who gave birth three days ago was set for a home birth or set up to do a home birth her second birth and had an infection that meant she had to go to a hospital she's up in the Hawke's Bay um she just was she's quite a sort of soul seeker at heart soul seeker we've had her on the podcast yeah Bridget's had her baby she's had her baby, baby second girl and um she has now restored you know she was all not anti-hospital at all, but very eager to have a home birth, was really gutted to hear that she had to go to the hospital, had the hospital birth and was like, it was amazing. Everybody was so amazing. And she's not anti-hospital. I should not even allude to that. But she was just so set on having this home birth mm. and stuff like that. Anyway, she had an amazing experience. It's um, really important, as I was saying to Shah yesterday, it's really important to get your mindset um no, just believe that wherever, whatever happens, that you can, she can do it. And things, what you not have a, you know, you can't have a number, just a one game plan. Like you have to be open to lots of different mm-hmm. things, that, scenarios, and mm-hmm. you need to be comfortable with each scenario. So go through the scenarios in your head before you go into labor and um, make yourself okay with those scenarios. Well, I just think you've got to keep, I, I think you the best way for you to have the baby is the safest way right the safest way at the time so therefore your options need to be open yeah and also the best kind of birth and I've only done it twice but I would say the best birth like part of the birth plan is to keep your mindset and check your mind is so powerful and I can speak from experience comparing my second to first birth I know it's different if it's your first regardless I think but anyway what things can you do that are within your control that can help with your mindset and keep it in check and yeah it's a hundred percent like my first birth was a hideous situation I arrived and they didn't have a room available they were fully booked Mm. and then I got put in a cupboard pretty much and and they couldn't find my vein to give me like it was so bad and then they said this is like giving this then they said she did an internal and she said oh gosh you're eight centimeters I might have to deliver a baby I haven't delivered a baby in years and I remember just being so my mind was just not in the game and no. I was on the back for it from the beginning because we arrived there and they had nothing nowhere for me no. to go yeah. and it was my first birth and I didn't have a set midwife I was in Sydney and it was so hard for me to feel in control during the entire birth and then the second birth I birthed in a birthing suite and I was completely in control and then I knew my third and my fourth that my mindset was the most powerful thing to try and keep in check yeah so are there little things like I said to Bridge she had like she lit like she some dimmed the lights and she in this hospital and she had music and she didn't do that the first time and nor did I and mm. I underrate I totally underrated it 
but knowing how much I love music and how much you can kind of like go into your brain with it like I just was like why didn't I do that the first time and you know how I just you know I lit my I put my lamp on in this bedroom and I put my playlist on and like Mm. previously I think I'd been a bit like oh a little bit diva come on what do you but it's so like that was so fundamental to my mindset yeah well you were lucky I mean that's the other thing like my first birth there was no way I could even do that like no one would have been I I, I had to share a room with three other women and it was like so it depends on where that's what I'm saying like you might want to go into your birth knowing that that's what you want but there might it might take a turn yes but know that if you do take a turn just try and get relocate and get back to where you want your mind to be yeah um I gave birth in the dark with my second birth and it was like what I feel like I mean I I mean it was intense but I just know it was kind of like almost magical Mm -hmm. (laughs) mad well you know it was I mean it was bloody hard work but it was I was in control Mm -hmm. like you with Bo eh? yeah yeah um and unfortunately lots goes out of your control but I think you focus on what you can control just with life really eh Mm. like alcohol Mm-hmm. good segue good right good good circling back thanks thanks um okay well there's so much more I feel like we could talk about I was gonna say about how my morning was really good because I was in a really good mood and when I'm in a really good mood the kids are in a good mood so I just think we my quote today is for my workout was um stuff it today I'm choosing happy that's cool eh very and I just saw the kids smiling and like knowing how good they felt going off to school made me real happy because like I was smiling and being free and like singing with them and they just it was real cute because you know not every morning goes like that but it's just another bit of an awareness of like um check your chewed if you're feeling a bit good then maybe you might rub off on everyone around you eh yeah it does it's like a conflict for me all the time of like and I know you're the same and probably most mothers of like trying to be immersed in and present through with your children in your house rather than always getting shit done like I know uh it's a real fine line because you need to get shit done to a point but also your kids is like they're so happy when when you're like sat down with them (laughs) you know yeah and I I just feel like I probably don't do that enough because well sometimes we're playing stuff that obviously I wouldn't choose to play <laughs> if I had my way always always and you know and I want to get stuff done and you feel good about your life if like well I do if your house is in order and your dinner's ready and shit like that so I don't know I was thinking about that last night like it's a uh, do you know what I feel like you we're the so we're so the same I reckon with so much of our stuff eh mm. but like if I'm organized at night the morning isn't as bad like the washing um I'm quite up to date with washing and it's Monday normally I would be a bit slack probably and then Monday comes and I've got shit lots to do but like you know I got the kids to do their chores last night so the the floor was already swept the rubbish was out so they didn't I didn't have to get them to do all that this morning you know it's just been organized isn't it that also helps absolutely yep and Sunday night yeah I think if you can start with like a bit of an organized clean slate Monday yeah even better yes I'm so excited to go and buy these um 
like I know this is going to sound real lame (laughs) (laughs) but a um, friend sent me a screenshot of like two different kinds of cans I can get from the supermarket so they've got no alcohol obviously and they're just like a water but they're real funky fun color um, cans they look real pretty and cool and you can get (laughs) one brand from New World and one brand from Countdown can't remember what they're called sorry Mm-hmm. I could go and have a look. Shall I have a look? So, because people yeah. might want to know. Eh? Oh, really? Mm. You can write oh. about it. Okay. Real? Write about it in the um, description. Or you could maybe quickly go Google it now. Oh, I've got it now. I've got it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Vista mm-hmm. and Vista are from New World and La Croix, like La Croix, but it's La Crocs. Oh, yeah. And, the, and they're real fun, like colors, Jess. Like, um, like pink and oh real cool anyway that should have been my sparkle spreader but I haven't tried them yet so it's not a sparkle spreader oh well that could be your sparkle spreader by default you know no because I haven't tried them so I don't know if it's sparkly yet okay I'm just wondering if I have if I have one you probably do a sparkle spreader well I feel like you always have one you made babucci last night didn't you Oh, that was yum, baboiti, yeah, South African dish. It was delicious. Oh, so hang on, hang on. Are we are we finishing and doing sparkle spreaders now? Yeah. Okay, go. Um, do I want to talk about baboiti though? I mean, this is actually a cool recipe that I reckon kids would like too. So my kids kind of half ate it. Um, oh, I reckon if they were hungrier at the time, Nina would have probably had more luck with it. But I reckon it could be a winner in your household. Baboiti is a South African dish, and I would say it's kind of like pretty iconic, their dish, the, the nation's dish, one of them. Um, look it up, B-O-B-O-T-I-E or something. And it's mince, beef, and it has a bit of curry powder in it. And it has like chutney. And maybe if you want some sultanas or raisins, not everyone's jam. Um, And it's got this like egg crust, like an egg mixture that you put on the top for the last 15 minutes. Any recipe will do. A couple of bay leaves. Um, It was nice. Really yum. And you put it with rice. You always tell me about it and like I want to try it. But I don't like chutney because I had a vomiting bug and just vomited up chutney and I don't really like raisins or sultanas in food yeah I know so you might not like it but you don't have to put that in the um you don't have to put that in there but it does really need chutney oh really yeah so if you're not a fan of chutney stuff I wouldn't go near it um but man it was yum and do you know another thing like broccoli I love broccoli um what I'm really really yeah I'm really frothing over the fact that like up until a few months ago I feel like Nina was so hard to eat it was so hard to get her to eat vegetables and she's taken this turn where she like wants a carrot at like four o'clock every day Mm. so good anything she just has the carrot and Mm. capsicum and broccoli and it's just bringing me joy because you know how you don't you know how you don't peel it yeah don't cut her crusts off now, too. I didn't today. I made her a sandwich for preschool and I didn't cut the crusts. <laughs> so good. Just making things a little bit easier, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, um, okay, I've got mine's food too because I've just thought that I've been doing my food bag in HelloFresh. Um, I did two weeks of HelloFresh and this is my second week of my food bag and I've actually cancelled it because I don't cool. want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, but I've got a few things that I wanted to get from this. And one of the things is roast vegetables. I was so sick of just roast vegetables, but I now drizzle honey on top mm-hmm. of the roast vegetables. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like a game changer. And 
put in with your roast vegetables, obviously this is not a big deal and you might do it anyway, but put in lots of onion, mm-hmm. you know, chunks of red onion and mm-hmm. also um, tomato. Mm-hmm. And then you drizzle some honey, you melt the honey in the microwave, drizzle on top with olive oil and salt and pepper. And it just makes it so much mm-hmm. like a little bit of element of like dis- difference and mm-hmm. deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't do it all the time. Uh, I've done it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just little things I've really enjoyed from getting the those meal boxes Some ideas or whatever. And inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're not doing it because why? Oh, <laughs> Well, I think that there's a lot of sources and stuff that are, that you have. And I, my kids actually, it's really funny because they give you this packet of sauce to go with everything. We don't really eat it. Mm. So I just think I don't, it's not that necessary. I've, I think that it's, I, I think I cook a bit cleaner and a bit healthier. And I also think it work. you know, some of the, the kids, I know what the kids like and I may as well just. Mm. do it myself but one thing another little thing Jess this is so yum we had the other night that you know that crumbed chicken that I had with the bok choy Mm -hmm. so you um you have a chicken breast and you slither it in half you know to make it thinner Mm -hmm. and you pat it pat it dry with a paper towel and then you put it in um soy sauce and then you put it in flour and then you put it in egg and then you put it in panko crumbs and it's got like a katsu chicken you know how they have katsu chicken it's got that kind of flavor with the soy sauce so how cool is that that's my new crumb chicken for you know I might do that next week and but I don't need to follow that recipe because I know it right so the next sparkle spreader for me I know is going to be one of two recipes that I've been gifted from Georgie who's featured on the sparkle spreader a few times (laughs) so one of which is like a chicken katsu curry so I'll report back on that um I just wanted to make note of one other thing because you talked to me about a podcast the other day and after watching the Sunday program last night where the top twin featured yeah yeah. they were just it broke my heart because I didn't see it So one lives in the top of the North Island and the other twin lives at the bottom of the South, basically, in Southland. Yeah. And Jules, maybe, or Linda, I can't even remember which one, which is shocking. One had a big battle with breast cancer um, sort of 15 years ago and was really challenging and really the chemo really knocked her, et cetera, whatever, horrible. Mm. And it was really difficult to go through in this bit of a spotlight as well. and with their career and loss of work and stuff and then she was in remission until recently um like maybe last year and she's now got aggressive cancer everywhere the same one that went through all of that yeah and she can feel like between two ribs she can feel a massive lump oh no don't oh and it's she's said what is this yeah anyway she's in basically on palliative care at home and she's her twin she's got a partner and her twin lives on the opposite side of the country and hasn't seen her because of covid doesn't want to like you know put her at risk and travel and her twin has just received stage three breast cancer diagnosis and they can't see each other and it's horrid horrid 
Oh, you make me cry. I posted. I didn't it. expect it. I know, and I shared it to my story last night, and I heard a few, quite a few people that were bawling watching it too. Oh, jeez, um, that's just so just horrible. In amongst, in amongst COVID, it makes challenges like that so mm. difficult. The point of mm. me telling this story, though, was Miriama Kaimo. Miriama mm. Kaimo. She was the story. Miriama Kamo. Miriama Kamo. And Kamo. you told me about her podcast with Petra Bagus. Mm. And then I just got totally stalking both of them on Instagram <laughs> and I loved it. And Miriama and Petra. And then Petra was talking to who, uh, what's her name? Robin Malcolm off. Mm. All the I, don't, shows. I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, and she just said how like through menopause, just talking, uh, referring to menopause, how she just, so I just walked into my bedroom once and <laughs> there was just like a pile of vegetables on the middle of my bed. <laughs> and I don't what? know what they were doing there. I don't know what, they, I don't know why they were there. <laughs> So she'd done it and she'd forgotten and she didn't know. Yeah. What and, and yeah. Anyway. That's so funny because that's something I didn't say. And now we're going off topic because we're supposed to end the podcast. But that that podcast, the mm. gray areas, mm. gray areas, it's called. That got that was Friday, my first listen. And my my best friend, um, Lucy, who won't be listening to this, well, she might. She's my be my friend. I don't like saying best friend, but you know, she is my oldest friend and um confident she told confident and she told me to listen and that got me thinking because media mccumbell doesn't drink alcohol yes, because she yes. wants her brain to be her best yes. and i was like oh no and i at the, on friday i wasn't even at this point and no, it's so funny how my my thoughts have, have manifested trans- yes and it's just so crazy but yeah. anyway isn't that interesting yeah and i want to go listen to that podcast because as you know i'm not really a massive podcast listener but i just to be honest i don't find the time so uh, I could prioritize mm. the time, but I don't. Anyway, mm. that's a, that was another sparkle spreader, really, because I thought that people that, especially, I think a big topic is is, is a big topic. Gray area, it's called. You know, referring to their age and merit, perimenopause and going gray. Menopause. Yeah, and going gray. And so that might be of interest to some people who might be experiencing that through uh, as well, or might be relating to some of what Lisa's talking about today. Mm. And like they talk about rage. Like I just rage, and then then my kids, and then it's like I'm I'm like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> One time I like pretty much smashed a bowl in my sink, and they all looked at me. They're all sitting there, and I actually literally just like, I don't know what happened. It just something just came over me, and I just smashed a bowl. Yeah, it's funny, eh? And then like the pigs, uh, the pigs, the pigs, the pigs pick up on it. The kids pick up on it. <laughs> Like Nines, Nines has been like every, when she's tired, she'll do like a little tiny dribble in her undies, and she stops herself, and then we yeah. put her on the toilet, and she says, "I need yeah. to go to the toilet, mom." But she'll try and get dad because he obviously doesn't tell her Wouldn't off. Wouldn't yeah. Mm. And I and so I said, "I'll take you," and she'll be like, "Ah." Uh, Okay, mum. Uh, oh. It was an accident, mum. Are you angry? Oh. Are you angry or are you laughing, mum? She's so cute. It's uh. like Carlos coming into me, and he went to. I was brushing my teeth, and he came and he put his hand on my on the crook of my back. You know, this lower part. Mum, mm. excuse me, mum. Are you getting your period soon? Yeah. Per- periods, plural periods. <laughs> and I said, I said, oh, well, I am in five days. Actually, he said. It's okay, mum. Just take a chill. Just take oh a chill, mum. Oh, my God. Mom. It's just Breathe. phenomenal, eh? Um, okay. Nina said something about her having her period the other day, actually. I just stopped <laughs> her mind. She's like, I can't remember what, what she said. Anyway, that's it, ladies and gents. Sorry about the MIA last week, but, you know, shit got ahead of us with lots really? of other yeah. things that um, other work that might come to fruition to the public. 
So one nihilist. of my yeah 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 <laughs> wank wank. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got to go. Catch you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. See you. Bye. See you.